Hey queen, welcome to this week's episode of the Good Woman's Devotional, a devotional podcast for inspiring faith, activating hope, and delivering practical tools for a fulfilling life. Join Zoe as she unpacks empowering stories, unwraps the wisdom in the scriptures, and takes you along for a journey that's all about transformation and intimacy with the Lord. Brace yourself for some godly inspiration and a whole lot of growth as you get ready to be the light of your world and the salt of your earth. Hey queen, trust you're doing well today. So I chanced on an interesting concept in my meditations And the more I thought about it, the more light I began to see into it. So in today's episode, we want to look at the subject of your power of choice. Yes, I call it your power because it makes all the difference in your life. And I have heard many preachings that mention that God gave man the power of free will. I'm not exactly sure where that is in the scriptures, but what I have seen is how God on several occasions puts man in a position where he has more than just one course of action right and he some somehow he trusts us with the power of being able to determine which course we're going to take so to start us off he puts the first man in the garden and instead of putting only one tree of life he puts that and more and explains to him the consequences of his actions and then leaves him to choose The decision of man sends the entire species of man down a spiral. That was a very, very costly lesson. And thank God for the obedience of Jesus that has us saved now. I want to read one of the many stories in the scriptures that illustrate this. It's the famous story of Cain and Abel, the first brothers to have lived. It says in the book of Genesis chapter 4, verse 4 to 8 in the Amplified Version, But Abel brought an offering of the finest firstborn of his flock and the fat portions. And the Lord had respect for Abel and his offering. But for Cain and his offering, he had no respect. So Cain became extremely angry and he looked annoyed and hostile. And the Lord said to Cain, why are you so angry? And why do you look annoyed? If you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not do well, but ignore my instruction, sin crouches at your door. Its desire is for you to overpower you, but you must master it. Cain talked with Abel, his brother, about what God had said, and when they were alone working in the field, Cain attacked Abel, his brother, and killed him. So let's not pay attention to what happened with the offerings. Obviously, Cain didn't do something right, but that's not even the point. 
So after the sacrifice, God came and spoke to Cain about sin's desire to overpower him. And the question I asked myself was, why would God give him that information? You know, because you did something wrong and, you know, we think that God punishes us most of the time for our sins and, you know, God could have gone right ahead and meted out the punishment and blah, blah, blah. But God came in and explained that, hey, you did something, you're upset about something, and sin is trying to get advantage of you, right? And I'm thinking to myself, why would God bother himself, you know, to come and give him that information? And this is what I figured out. He did that because it then gave him the power to make a choice, right? If he didn't know, then he wouldn't have the power to make a choice, which highlights the first principle I'd like us to think about today. The depth of knowledge you have goes a long way to affect your choices. So we have what we call well-informed choices, which are the choices that are made from a great wealth of knowledge on the subject, choices that are made from having enough information. So as a good woman, it is your responsibility to study, to get knowledge, to get understanding, so you can make better choices. Now, let's take a look at someone who didn't have enough information in the scriptures. So this is the story of Jacob and Esau. Now, this one is somewhat sad because it looks like cheating, but was rather a function of a lack of knowledge, right? So this is from Genesis chapter 25, verse 29 to 34. It says, And Jacob bought pottage, and Esau came in from the field, and he was faint. And Esau said to Jacob, Feed me, I pray thee, with some of that red pottage, for I am faint. Therefore was his name called Edom. And Jacob said, Sell me first thy birthright. And Esau said, Behold, I am about to die. And what profit shall the birthright do to me? And Jacob said, swear to me first and he swore unto him and he sold his birthright unto jacob and jacob gave esau bread and pottage of lentils and he did eat and drink and rose up and went his way so esau despised his birthright now i don't know what information jacob had that esau didn't for which reason he requested the birthright but Esau in his ignorance said, what profit shall a birthright do to me? And he completely sold his birthright because he did not know the value. Could it be that we're making certain choices because we don't know the value of what we have? The Bible says that after Esau had realized that he had lost the blessing, he came back and sold it with tears but could not recover it. It is important to note that regardless of what you know or do not know, your choices have such grave implications and consequences. And I love how God intentionally always spells out the consequences of your choices and then leaves you to make them.
Unfortunately, most of us do not understand that concept that when you say yes, you have just robbed yourself of an opportunity to say no and that when you say no, you have just forfeited an opportunity to say yes. Your choices are so potent and are the determinants of what direction your life takes. In the year 2016, after several years of being powerless and not understanding the effects of my choices and how to use them, I desired to change my life. Don't get me wrong, I knew God then, I was a believer, but I didn't understand the dynamic of the power of my choices. I didn't think I had any power to change anything, so I was just going with life's flow, I was so terrified of taking responsibility because it seemed like a lot of work and discipline. But I didn't know that refusing to take responsibility equally robbed me of the power to steer my life in a desired course. The less responsibility and discipline, the less power I had over my life. Things were happening to me and I wondered why until I realized that I could choose what I wanted my life to look like by taking responsibility for my everyday, day-by-day choices, and that was where the power was. The moment I started to take responsibility for my choices, my life started to change. I now had room to choose the things that made my life better. Let's take a look at the scripture. It's in Isaiah chapter 7, verses, verse 15. It says, Butter and honey shall he eat when he knoweth to refuse the evil and choose the good. This scripture is steadily rising in the list of favorite scriptures at this point because what in the complete honesty and life hack is this? This is like a cheat code for having a good life. To know when to refuse evil, which is knowledge, and then to make the choice of choosing good. And you will have butter and honey. It is a simple situation of cause and effect. Your choice is the cause and what you're currently experiencing in your life is the effect of your choices. Is there anything in your life you don't desire? Check through your life and identify what choices you're making that are causing that effect and stop making those choices. The book of Proverbs puts it beautifully in Proverbs chapter 6 verse 27. It says, can a man take fire in his bosom and his clothes not be burned? Man, there is nothing you are experiencing that is not as a result of a choice you're making. So to undo the effect, you need to go back and undo the choices. To create any effect, you need to make a corresponding choice.
So this is how I'm going to conclude today with a word from Moses from the book of Deuteronomy chapter 30 verse 19. He says, I call heaven and earth as witnesses against you today that I have set before you life and death, the blessing and the curse. Therefore, you shall choose life in order that you may live, you and your descendants. I want you to know that in every situation that you find yourself, you have more than one course of action and the choice is yours, Queen. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We magnify you for opening our eyes to the power of our choices. Father, we are grateful that we can now see that we have the power to choose life or death, to say yes or no, to go left or right. The understanding that we have more than just one course of action and the understanding to know that our choices have an effect and that our life is basically a chain of effects from the choices that we've been making. Father, we pray for your grace, for your strength, for your ability on the inside to continue to choose life, to continue to choose you, to continue to make the choices that set our life on the course that we want to see. We pray, O oh God, that we have the inner capacity and the inner strength to choose the things that we want, the things that you want for us. We don't want to say that, you know, um, there is the good that I want to do that I cannot do and then the evil that I do not want to do that I do. We want to have full control and full power. We want to take advantage of the full power of choice that you have granted us in our spirits in the name of Jesus by taking responsibility and exercising discipline and checking in with your word and gaining knowledge. We are able to take the decisions that take our life on an upward course. Father, we pray that you give us the knowledge and understanding that we need to be able to make wise choices, to be able to make wise decisions, to be able to make decisions that are going to affect our generations positively. Father, we pray that you save us the trouble of selling our birthright from a lack of knowledge. Anything that we're doing, any choice that we're making, that is literally the sale of our birthright because we do not have enough information, because we do not know the value of what we possess in the name of Jesus. By your divine mercy, we pray that you will reveal to us the benefit, the value, the price of what it is that we possess so that we do not just give it out at a cheap price so that we do not just trade it off for something that's not worth it. We count on your mercy, Lord. In this season of our lives, we pray, oh God, that we're making decisions that align with your will for our lives. We trust you and we count on your grace to be able to make it through these seasons with healthy and right choices. In Jesus' mighty name have we prayed. Amen. We hope you have enjoyed today's episode of the podcast. 
send us a voice note with your feedback in our DMs on Instagram at Let Me Be A Woman. We'd love to hear from you. Until then, keep lighting up your world and being the salt of your earth. Love, Zoe.